0: Hello and welcome to Jeanette's TV and Jeanette's TV podcast. I'm your host, Jeanette Burke. And today we're doing something very unique. Our first Canadian Screen Actor Awards red carpet, which happens to be a virtual red carpet. But nonetheless, we are dressed, hair, makeup, Jewelry clothes, ready to go to the red carpet. And we have media accreditation for this, which is a big to-do because it's the first time I've ever been media accredited to uh, work this type of event amongst the best Canadian media ever. Now, tonight's uh, uh, event is going to feature Canadian actors in various categories and broadcasters. And we will be participating on a Zoom red carpet press room with media accreditation and we will be showcasing whatever we can from that and we hope that you'll enjoy this episode as I said it's a special episode it's not something I do every day now I want to remind you if you haven't done so already please hit the subscribe button the links below and click to join our channel you'll never miss another episode again and we'd love to have you And if you're so inclined, you can support us on Patreon. No donation is too big or too small. The link will also be in the description below. And we also have some amazing Jeanette's TV and Jeanette's TV podcasts, sweatshirts and t-shirts. They're premium quality. They come with either the Jeanette's TV logo and tagline or an inspirational saying made made by me and one of my guests in a previous episode and you can also find out more about that we ship it right to your front door so you never have to leave your house it includes tax and shipping and handling fees find out more also in the link below
1: hi paul congratulations thank you (laughs) i'm mariska fernandez your host of the q a press room so you have won this award in 2017 2018 2021 and now another one how does it feel
2: (laughs) Uh, honestly I I never expected to win it once and so to have it to to win it four times is overwhelming I mean I cannot I'm so humbled by this and so uh I my cup runneth over and (laughs) you know you hear that the the term imposter syndrome and that's exactly how I feel just because the field is so rich and there's so many talented performers in the category and so for me to to sort of to to take home this 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 huge honor is is um, it's overwhelming.
1: It's very well deserved. <laughs> what is the greatest gift that this role on Kim's Convenience has given you, and that you will take with you in your future projects?
2: It, it, I mean, Kim's Convenience has meant the world to me because it has given me so many opportunities. I mean, this is a show that could, the little show that could, that never should have, but did anyway. It started off as a fringe show that nobody wanted to buy that went on to be a sensation on main stages and then across Canada touring on theatrical stages and then became a critical television series that was celebrated not only in Canada, but around the world. And so this was a seed that was planted over 15 years ago by Ince Choi. And to see it bear fruit like this, and it it is, it's a stepping stone for so many wonderful things in my life and in my career, because I got to be in Star Wars because of Kim's convenience. I'm acting in Avatar now because of Kim's convenience. The sky is the limit because of Kim's convenience, and I cannot say with enough love and respect and gratitude how much I owe Kim's convenience, and I will always have the best of memories, from that experience and you know it didn't end the way we wanted to to end but you know what really does and what i choose to reflect on is all the positive things all the blessings that not only me but everybody involved with the show has gotten and that is a legacy that cannot be denied that should not be forgotten and should always be celebrated and so that's what i choose to take forward with me and i have nothing but love and respect for everybody involved in this show in every iteration of it on every level, because damn, what a ride.
1: (laughs) I love what you just said. You've articulated it really well. Well, I'm going to open the floor for questions now because we have a few questions from the press. Sure. (laughs) Final question is from Jeanette Burke Productions. Go ahead, Jeanette.
0: Thank you. And uh, Paul, I just, I loved com- convenience. I stumbled upon it one day and I just couldn't stop watching it. A lot of it had to do with you, actually. I really liked your character. <laughs> and my question is, what made you take on that role? What attracted you to that role and what were you hoping to accomplish with it?
2: Well, I, I, you know, it's so funny starting off. It was just, it was a gig. It's work. And it was a role that honestly was, um, when you're an actor of color, those kinds of roles with depth, where you get to shape the narrative, where you're driving the scene, where you're driving the action, they're very, very few and far between. And to have a role that not only did that, but it was also a love letter to my dad and to my community and to the the people that I had traditionally, like, that had traditionally had no voices, at, whose narratives were, were forced upon them by others and sort of made to, to be on the outside, or to be the butt of the jokes, to be able to have the agency to take this character and to really drive these scenes and really find that voice was a no-brainer and no-doubter. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people sort of connected with it because it, was, it wasn't it was an overly idealized Version of who this, what the Korean, what the prototypical Korean immigrant male was. It wasn't that. And it wasn't, he wasn't the butt of the joke because, oh, he sounded funny or his accent. It was none of that. This was the portrayal of an authentically sort of written, heartfelt character who had his flaws, who had his ambitions, who just was trying to do his best. And as an actor of color, to have the opportunity to play. Any type of role that was that close, but none of that, but have one that spoke to me so personally was a dream come true. And I knew from the first moment I read those first two scenes from the play that Ince had written, this was a character that I needed to play, not wanted, but I needed to play. Because up until then, my career had been day players. I'd been expositionary characters. I'd been, you know, really caricatures of actual people. But to actually play a person, but not only a person of color, but an homage to all the stubborn, crazy, stupid, loving Korean men that I grew up with.
0: That's wonderful. That's a Thank gift. you so much for answering my question and congratulations again on your win. You, you really deserve
2: it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate You're that. Welcome.
1: Hi, Jean. Congratulations. Hi, thank you. <laughs> I'm Mariska Fernandez, host of the Q&A press room, so I'm going to kick things off by asking you, congratulations on your first Canadian Screen Award. How does it feel? Oh, it feels really good. Yeah, I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Very well-deserved, might I add. Um, what is the greatest gift from this role on Kins convenience that is given you and that you will take with you into your future projects? I think it, it just
3: feels like a really sweet validating way to kind of end Kim's and a really important and mostly joyful time for me. I mean, there were some really difficult parts too, but, um, I always felt it was really important. Um, playing your mom when you play basically your mom and your mom's going to comment on what you do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You gotta, gotta, you put everything in everything you've got into it. So, um, it also feels really gratifying to in in terms of just having as a, as a person of color, having chosen this career, you know, I mean, when I started out, things were really rough for actors of color, really, really bad. (laughs) So it's, it, it's kind of a nice, it's, it's an extremely good feeling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So just building up on that is, what do you think the show's legacy is in terms of the footprint the show leaves behind? Um,
3: I think what what our show did uh, is we really managed to open the doors to uh, Asian family dynamics. Um, We got to showcase, you know, there was this feeling in the industry that Asian people are funny, you know? And that's gone now. Um, You know, that Asian people in Canada can be funny, but that we're very much part of the fabric of of uh, of uh, of Canada, we're we're here, and um, a lot of times, a lot of times, people just don't focus on like, and we don't we don't we don't put ourselves out there a lot too. So that, that happens as well. But I, I really feel like it it meant a lot for the uh, for for other for a- Asian Canadians and also for the children. Um, families watch this show. Often in two or three generations, like moms and dads with their kids, but sometimes um, you know moms and dads with their kids and their and their their parents, the grandparents. So um, the draw of family, the the, the connection, um, the connections between um, parent and child, the expectations, the the miscommunication, the the missed expectations, all of those things ring true in all families, and I think it was. Um, Sorry, I can hear my son and his girlfriend in the next room giggling, and I'm just going to ask them to tone it down. Hey, guys, can you tone it down? Thank you. They're like giggling. I think they're like wrestling and giggling, and it's.
1: (laughs) (sighs) No worries. Um, I'm going to open the floor for questions now from the press. I believe we have a few hands raised. The next question is from Jeanette Burke Productions. Uh, go ahead, Jeanette.
0: Thank you. Congratulations on your win. I absolutely Thanks, love the show. Kim's oh, convenience. we sorry to see it go. So the question is this. When you leave a series and you've now won lead actress for, for comedy, what is it that you want most to have the audience remember of you and your character?
3: I think I want them to remember most that in the end, um, no matter what zany things she might do or however mad she might get at her son or her daughter or her husband, that um, there's always reconciliation and forgiveness at the end and, and, and that there's laughter, that laughter's healing.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, and congratulations again.
3: So much. Senator Mazie Hirono, the senator from Hawaii, wrote me on the night of the uh, before the first impeachment, basically saying that. You know, her life was kind of grim and with all of the impeachment stuff, but that she was binging Kim's convenience and when was the next season coming out? (laughs) You know, like this champion for democracy is binging our show to soothe herself. That made me, oh, made me so proud. Um, Kids in the neighborhood sometimes, you know, they're, they're, they're really, they can't quite believe that an an actor that they see on TV is in the neighborhood. And I, I really feel that it's important that all children know that art is just made by people. TV is just made by people that, that if that's something they want to do, they can do it.
0: Thanks for being with us today on Jeanette's TV and Jeanette's TV podcast. I'm your host Jeanette Burke signing off. Please remember to share, like, and comment on all our posts. You will find us everywhere on the TV side YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, um, Vimeo, TikTok, Instagram, and the list goes on. On the podcast side, you can play and hear us on iHeartRadio, Apple, Apple, Buzzsprout, BuzzFeed, Anchor, and also that list goes on and on too. So for the complete list of where to watch and see us, hop on over to www.janetteburke.com under the Jeanette's TV and Jeanette's TV uh, podcast section. You will see the complete list. And again, that list will be linked in the description box below. Again, thanks for spending your time with us today. And until next time, continue to be fabulous this is Jeanette Burke your host signing off for the Canadian Screen Actors Awards